Reopening Delaware, a special presentation of the Rick Jensen Show on WDEL. Join us now as we navigate the future of our state through and beyond the COVID-19 crisis. Here's Rick Jensen. There are a lot of accomplishments in Delaware's unemployment insurance office since the coronavirus pandemic hit earlier this year. And remarkably, Daryl Scott, the director of your Delaware Unemployment Insurance Office, um, has really lifted the veil, opened the doors, and and shown you what they have done in order to uh, to try to affect positive responses for so many tens of thousands and thousands of Delawareans. And in doing so, he also has revealed some of the shortcomings and problems within the bureaucracy and how they have worked to overcome those problems and, and such. I, th- I think it's a great tale of transparency, as painful as it's been for, uh, for Daryl, uh, sometimes the staff, and obviously for thousands of Delawareans who are still having challenges. So, Daryl, welcome back from a uh, little week-long getaway, and thank you for being on, sir. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate the opportunity to um, to answer questions and share some information as we navigate these uh, difficult times. Sure. Could you get a little closer to the speakerphone, please? Actually, let me pick up. Sorry about that. <laughs> well, I, I, I was mean, the speakerphone while the show was starting and hadn't picked up, so let me just pick up. No, the speakerphone is is fine. Uh, I know we're going to run through some numbers and such like that, but yeah. first, uh, on a humorous note, because yeah. we're we we like to think we're known for that. Uh, some people will disagree. Like you think you're funny. So uh, welcome back. I know you're back there at the family home in, uh, in like in Clay County or around there in in the Kentucky near Tennessee. Is that right? Yep. Yeah, Leslie County, 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 Kentucky. Which one? Leslie County. Leslie County. Very good. And uh, and and Randy was wondering if I were going to have the the uh, the courage to ask this question. Why? Yes. Yes, I will. <laughs> so have you ever seen the movie Overboard? I have. <laughs> Listen to him laughing at us, Randy. He knows yeah. where I'm going. So um, we were looking at Kurt Russell's uh, house in the movie, and we were wondering, I wonder if that's like Daryl's family's neighborhood down there. And <laughs> you know, the the one thing about Southeast Kentucky is the the spectra- the, the the homes vary greatly from from holler to holler. I'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, oh my God, we're, we're I'm I'm never, never going to be for. Please forgive me. I just thought it was a funny thought. Oh my gosh, yes. I'll never yeah. be forgiven for this one. So yeah, from holler to holler. By the way, I I did fail to grow up uh, in two years in Lexington, Kentucky. I don't know if I mentioned that. Lexington, yeah, yeah. It was, uh, and I, went to, I went to Eastern Kentucky University in Richmond. So wow, yeah. No, I was yeah. at thirty four twelve Lansdowne Drive. I just remember this fifth and sixth grades. And uh, and and we had roofs. Just saying, we had yep. roofs, and uh, our dirt floor was very well packed. <laughs> so, all right, let's get <laughs> enough of this nonsense. I am not going to yeah. be forgiven. I know. <laughs> uh, let's get to this. So, first of all, Daryl, uh, where do we stand with unemployment numbers? And and I ask because I'm starting to get more and more emails. There's a a uh, there's a lag there for a while. We're only get like a, maybe a dozen or two a week, but now um, I'm getting like easily a dozen a day from people who are saying they're having troubles uh, with their unemployment. So where do we stand with this? 
So the, I mean, the interesting thing about that is the the numbers of new claims continue to go down. Um, last week we received fifteen hundred and twenty-two. So. Again, continue to see the numbers trend down. But one of the things I wanted to share with your listeners today is that the number of claims that are being filed that require review appears to be going up. I mean, we're we're seeing hundreds, ne- nearly 50% of the claims that are being filed on a weekly basis, it appears, are requiring some type of review. So one of the things we're finding is when people are laid off if they lose their job related to COVID, the employer decides that, hey, we're going to lay it off. If they choose other and decide to write something in rather than saying lack of work or laid off or one of the default reasons, we're going to review that claim. And so, again, as we've talked about, not overthinking the able and available. You know, are you physically able, mentally able to work? Yes. Um, Then say yes. And if you're not, then answer correctly and say no. but if you uh, allow me, I'm going to interrupt. I'm, I'm going to interrupt yeah. here. Yeah. For people, uh, and maybe I'll frame it this way: If you are not physically or mentally handicapped, and if someone were to offer you a job, could you work? Then you must check the box that says yes, I'm able to work. Yes. Okay. I, I wanted yeah. to put a fine point on it because people no. still do that. But they, they make that mistake. And, they, and I think it's because you say, well, I want to work, uh, but I'm really not able to work because nobody will give me a job. That's, that's not how you answer the question. Right. Yeah. Right. I mean, the questions that are asked is, did you refuse work? Are you able and available to work? You know, did you earn any money? Did you receive any other income during the week? You know, so, again, they need to answer those questions correctly. What we're finding is, I mean, there are people who broke a leg you know, injured themselves in some way and they're not able to work and they're not able, right? They're not physically able to work because they're recovering because of that. Um, and if it's COVID related, if you're ill, you know, or quarantine regarding, regarding COVID, then you need to indicate that. And even though you may not qualify for traditional unemployment, there still is the pandemic unemployment assistance program for, um, for people who are um, ill or affected by, uh, by COVID. So yeah, the most unusual one I think you got was I was shot. Yeah, I got shot and I can't go work right now. I was like, what? Yeah, yep. that was that was bizarre. Um, yep. So we're and, seeing and one, one one thing just to clarify too is that again, if you're even if you there are individuals that have disabilities that are able to work. Mm-hmm. Um, so that alone is you know is, again if if it's just if they're not able, you know, to physically work. Um, or mentally uh, able to work, then then they need to indicate yes that they're they're able. But but again, the the big thing that we again wanted to talk about is just a couple of things. So with the numbers, the numbers go down, but we're finding a higher percentage that need to be um, uh, reviewed. We have paid out over nine hundred million dollars. We we broached that threshold at the end of November seven. So over nine hundred million dollars in benefits have been paid out uh, since March fifteen. Again, give people perspective. We paid out sixty-seven million dollars last year of the entirety of two thousand nineteen, yeah. um, and so uh, and and on a weekly basis, we paid out more than eight million dollars in in weekly benefits. So there's still a lot of a lot of dollars that are being paid out on a on a weekly basis to provide assistance. So and and understand this: there are a lot of people um, around the country, around the world, really, and here in Delaware, who are uncertain and very worried about what their employment future will hold over the next you know six months or so 
They just uh, they, they just don't know, and they're very concerned. They're not in the office. They're not able to have contact with the people who uh, decide whether or not they, they stay employed. All, all kinds of uncertainty uh, going on. So, you know, what you're doing is, is really important. Yes, Daryl. Well, no, no, I appreciate you saying that. I think it's... Um Again, one of the things we're trying to figure out and, and communicate with uh, with individuals is that, you know, if they, as we've said, accurate information is critically important. Make sure you do your weekly certifications. After, so it's two parts. You file your initial claim, and then on a weekly basis, you do your weekly certifications. The other thing that we're finding is that if people are laid off, you know, midweek and they file their claim, we're expecting them to report earnings for that first week, and people continue to make that that error as well. And as we've talked, it's important to submit your weekly certifications, even while we review, especially while we review your claim for eligibility. So um, that way, when we make a decision, if it's yes, you'll you'll get paid all those weeks. Um, you know um, that it may have taken us to process and pay your claim. Daryl Scott, director of your Delaware Unemployment Insurance Office. Let's get right to Rodney at 302-529-1017. If you're having a problem with uninsurance, with your unemployment insurance benefits, uh, call now, 302-529-1017. Rodney, say hi to Daryl. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Rodney. So I applied um, in May, at the end of May. Um, I was working for Valvoline. I'd been working there for five years. Um, I ended up basically just losing my job I, I don't know why i lost my job they never gave me a reason i when the boss called me up he uh he told me that it was time for us to part ways and i never even got any paperwork or anything so i filed for unemployment I, i'm going to interrupt here for a and, second uh daryl daryl we're getting a little breathing there on the phone uh, so um okay you might want to watch that okay thank you sir uh, go ahead so rodney you were at valvoline and really they gave you no reason what what did they say they, they told me that it was time for us to part ways. What I believe was going on was they weren't making as much money as they were before the pandemic, and they started letting go the people who were making the most money. I was an assistant manager there, and I was making uh, uh, more than average, more than the average um, employee there. So they started uh, systematically letting people go. My question is: um, I've been calling unemployment, and they keep telling me that my that my unemployment is up for review, and um, they prioritized it. But I haven't heard anything back since uh, I got the paperwork, which stated uh, how much money I had made there. Okay. So since you filed in May, and we and you haven't been paid as of yet, correct? Correct. So, one, Rodney, you need to do this. Send Rick... Uh, an email, R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L dot com with yes, your name, phone number. Uh, we'll have your email address. If you have a claim number, that would be good. If not, the last four of your social, only the last four of your social, yes, and we'll have somebody look into that. We I, I reviewed when I came back on Monday, I reviewed the reports. We do have a couple of hundred claims from May that are still requiring review adjudication, right? Determination of eligibility. Um, but it's, yes, I think it was 243. Uh, so there's a small Jeez. number from, from that month. It would be unfortunate that it's one of yours, but we'll, we'll have somebody look at that and then uh, reach out to you. Okay. And one more question. I have gotten a job since then. I, I was only unemployed 
for, I think, about three months, a little over three months. I only yeah. file or call in my uh, weeks for the months that I was not employed, right? I don't continue to call in after I got a job, right? No, actually, you did it. I mean, you did it the way you're supposed to. So you, you filed your weekly certifications for the period you were unemployed. Um, you got yeah. a new job. And, and, and again, when we make the determination, if you're determined to be eligible, you'll get those those back week those back week paid and because it's in May, that also includes the six hundred dollars that uh, that was available through the fan, federal pandemic unemployment compensation program. This the six hundred additional dollars. So again, yes. let's send an email. Let us take a look at it, and we'll have somebody reach out to you. I will. Thank you for your help, and and thank you for coming on air and talking to everybody. It's it, it's a big weight off of all our shoulders. Isn't it? Isn't it? And I'll, I'll say this right in front of the guy, Rodney. I'll say it right in front. Of him. This is such a grand experiment in it bureaucratic is. transparency, and it just makes people feel better. At one hundred percent, I agree. One hundred percent. All right. Uh, thanks, Rodney. Appreciate it. So five to nine one one seven. Um, I'm not going to get political, but I will say this. <laughs> the word "but" behold the underlying truth, right? I will say this. There are a number of people. Um, in in government that I have invited to be on the program, just to provide some understanding, explanation, and you know to lift the veil uh, of transparency, so people get a, a better feeling about what's going on. And sadly, um, there are a few who do not take that opportunity. And, and I, I realize uh, I've been told we reach like ten percent of the entire state every, in a weekly basis by one consultant. Is that that's pretty cool, man? So wow. that that can actually, yeah, that that could that could actually have a uh, a positive effect for people. So you know, that's what Rodney, that's a, just this guy, Daryl, saying, you know what, it makes him feel better just the, the fact that you're doing this. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, again, we'll we'll get somebody to take a look at it. And um, as I said, I look at the numbers on a weekly basis to see how we're progressing. You know, and when I had one pop up from January, we looked at it. It was it was there was a unique situation that, you know, that sort of caused it to appear. But we're looking to make sure we're focused on the oldest claims and getting them processed and paid. Let's get to Lillian, 5 to 9, 1017. Lillian, say hi to Daryl. Hi, Daryl. How are you? I'm doing well, Lillian. How are you? Good. Um, My question is that I had received a letter from unemployment. And they needed, I was getting my unemployment while I was laid off. And then all of a sudden it stopped for the last couple of months before I returned back to work. And in the meantime, I had received a letter stating that they needed my license and social security. So I emailed it, got the confirmation number and never have heard back. Now, in turn, this was on 825 on 929. I resent the information again and continuously have called and called and called to no avail of getting anybody on the phone. So my last couple checks, I never received. And I've complied with what they had asked for and still haven't gotten anything. And like I said, I did get a confirmation number that okay. they had received it, but they've never done anything. So can you help her if we get this in front of you uh, in your in your inbox there, Carol? We, we can. Yes, okay. we can. All right. So uh, here's what I want you to do, uh, Lenny. I want you to email me, rick at wdel.com. It's R-I-C-K at wdel.com. Include your phone number, last four of your Social Security, just the last four, uh, those claim numbers you say you have, all right? 
and uh, and your full name, and I'll get it right in front of Daryl. How's that? That'll be great. Wonderful. Right. God bless. I uh, I wish you luck. Right now? Do it right now. Right now, and then okay. uh, two two o'clock when I'm off the air, I'll get right to it. Let's get to uh, Gary. Gary, you're on. Say hi to Daryl. Hi, Daryl. Thanks for all hey, your Gary. help in the past. It's been very helpful this show. Good to hear. Glad to, to hear that. No, he's yeah. been helpful, huh? Is it already really? Yeah, I got it laid off at the end of June, and uh, since then I was I've always listened to your show and. For the five months before that or four months, people from work needed help, and I kind of forwarded their information over to you, Rick, and, and uh, they got their help. And uh, the good news is I haven't had any problems, but the reason I'm calling today is... is that, That's uh, great stuff. No, I just want to say, good to know. That's awesome. That's what we try to do. Okay, go, continue, please. Is that how long do the benefits last? I mean, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, employer says September, we're going to November, you know, ha- here we are November and nothing's going back. I'm actively seeking employment on a professional level and there's nothing available there uh, at this time. So, uh, so you know, uh, somebody told me the end of December and then I, I did get through one time to unemployment and they said, oh, it was already extended another 16 weeks past that. So I'm just obviously uh, trying to find out where I'm at here. Right. So there's... there. Uh, I'll try and make it as brief as possible. Traditional unemployment, you're eligible for up to 26 weeks of benefits. And with the CARES Act, the the federal government introduced the PEUC program, Pandemic Emergency Unemployment Compensation, which provided 13 additional weeks of benefit. And then because our unemployment rate exceeded 5%, exceeded 8%, we went, we added an additional 13 weeks of extended benefits. And when we exceeded 8%, it kicked in an additional uh, an additional seven. Boy, I can't even say that word. Seven weeks. So, a person who was laid off in March uh, would have could have uh, received 26 weeks, uh, then 13 weeks, and currently 20 weeks of extended benefits. Now, the caveat is the pandemic emergency unemployment compensation program expires at the end of the uh, at the end of the year. So, um, sorry for the long answer, but there, there's multiple extensions that are currently available for people who are still unemployed as a result of, uh, of the pandemic. All right, I got to get to Michael real quick. Gary, thank you so much. We've got 90 seconds uh, for Michael. So, uh, Michael, quickly, uh, you're on with Daryl. Hi. Um, yeah, I've been out of work since about February, March. I didn't apply until September. Um, now I've got my notification that says how much you know they're they're going to give me, but I do my weekly certifications. But every time I call, it says uh, to check on my benefit status. It says that my social security number is not listed as a known. Don't know what's going on. I've called multiple so, times and emailed, yeah. got no return. So. Michael, do this. One, uh, send Rick an email, R-I-C-K at W-D-E-L dot com. Include your name, uh, phone number, and last four of your social. And okay. uh, if you've got your and your address as well, and let us take a look and see what uh, what may be affecting your, your claim. Yeah, and also the, the phone number, too, because they're going to do a little more research on this if uh, yep. something's screwed up in that. All right, my friend. Uh, Michael, thank God you. bless. Get the email off to me, rick at wdel.com. Daryl Scott, right, Director of you. Delaware's Unemployment Insurance Office. I uh, appreciate it. Uh, thank you, sir. And uh, as always, keep doing the, the weekly certifications, right? Absolutely. Thanks, Rick. 
This has been a special presentation of Reopening Delaware. Stay here for continuing coverage on The Rick Jensen Show, right here on 1150 AM and 1017 FM, WDEL.